Welcome to Coaching with Kelly, a podcast that gives you the tools that you need to invest in this season of your life. Join Life Coach Kelly Tibbetts as she interviews inspiring leaders who help you identify your why, name your strengths, and value your energy, soul, and thoughts. This podcast will help you live a brave, creative, purpose-filled life. Welcome to Coaching with Kelly, a podcast um, to help you learn how to invest in yourself, your relationships, and your future. Today, we're going to be talking about the E in invest. What does it mean to invest in your energy? And I'm so thankful my friend Ellen is here today to give us some insight into some of the tools that we have spent a few months learning that will help us invest our energy. So Ellen, good morning. Thanks for being here. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself. So, well, you know, you and I have been friends for many, many years. Our, our middle daughters, who are now 21, were in preschool when we met, and we've seen each other through many, many phases. I am, like you, um, almost an empty nester. Right. I have three children. Uh, one just graduated from college, and the other two are in college, married to Paul. And I am deep in the sort of empty nest phase. So, yeah. the you know, we make jokes about this phase <laughs> as if, you know, the kids fly out and then they're gone. And, and those of us that are in it realize this is a very long process. They come yeah. and go and they still need you, but in different ways. And the pandemic has made it even more complicated. And so, you know, I, have, I am in transition in life and trying to figure out what's next for me. Yeah. And so, you know, the timing of getting involved in having you coach me and also in partnering with you, um, on this energy class yeah. is perfect timing. So I'm really happy to share what, what, you know, how I've learned from you and from this class and how it's evolved for us together as partners. So, yeah. Well, I'm excited. Episode two, you're my first guest. And part of why I wanted you to be here is I think we've just connected this summer on something that I haven't seen in anything I've read or anything I've watched. Mm. And it's just a tool that I think you and I are really excited to get into the hands yeah. of others. So Let's just start with sort of a flyby, you know, big idea of why it's even important to understand your energy, why it's important to invest your energy, specifically around self-awareness. I think that's something that you and I have talked a lot about, how important it is to be self-aware. Yeah, you can't really fix or control what you don't know. And Mm -hmm. so if you're unaware of how your brain works, of, Mm -hmm. you know, how your energy rhythms are, how are you going to, you know maximize your capacity and and use your your time efficiently you can't so the first step is self-awareness and and that so that class you taught this summer energy was one part of it yeah right that was a bigger you know bigger flyover of of different Mm -hmm. aspects of you know improving your life and finding your purpose and and learning you know how to manage your thoughts and learning how Mm -hmm. to manage your energy and and all of it all of it cannot happen without self-awareness right and it's, so it's key. It's totally key. And mm-hmm. you really can't do any of this work without, you know, being willing to examine yourself, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly that goes yeah. on up in your brain. Um, but a lot of times what we've, what we've learned this energy stuff specifically, it, it it's a process, but it isn't hard. Right. Once you get like some of the changes that have been transformational for me have been the tiniest little things, but so huge. And then there's a ripple effect in a positive yeah. way of how it applies to other areas. So, Well, I think that's what's so exciting is we have the opportunity to sort of yeah. share, hey, here are some yeah. simple changes that we've yeah. put into our own life 
and they've had big consequences. I love one of the metaphors you use this summer, which is, you know, there's sort of two ways to go through life. One is just thinking that you're on an inner tube in a lazy river. And one is saying, actually, I'm kind of like in a kayak and I have an oar and I'm going to use the information and, you know, the understanding that has come to kind of direct the next season of my life. How did you come up with that idea? And what does it sort of look like in your brain when you think about the kayak? (laughs) The transformation for me is happening whether I want it to or not, right? Yeah. My kids are growing up mm-hmm. and, and we're in a pandemic, right? It's pulled mm-hmm. the rug out from under us, many of yeah. us in many different ways. And so, you know, transformation can be passive, but it also doesn't have to be. And I, and I right. feel like I love that, that it's really exciting about this energy class for me and, and, and increasing my own self-awareness is I've recognized that the entire process of transformation does not have to be passive. Mm. And, and I have a say in how my transformation progresses. And that makes me less sad about mm-hmm. the change happening. It's like, yeah. it's happening whether I want it to or not. So I might as well, you know, have some agency in it and, and control some things. And so I'm less, not only less sad about what I'm leaving behind, but I'm not as fearful about, what's to come, even though I don't exactly know what that is. And that's huge. Um, a lot of times we just sit and kind of wait for things to happen to us and then feel like a victim or feel like we're just bouncing around. Like that's what made mm-hmm. me think of the tube is, right. you know, tubing can be kind of fun, but when you're in rapids and you're just, you know, oh, there's a rock, I have to kick off of it. And oh, I might flip out. You know, you're, you're just kind of at the whim of the river. And, and I can't say I've ever, I love to kayak, but I kind of like to kayak and like simple still lakes. I'm not really a rapid (laughs) kayaker, but if I were, I would certainly rather have a paddle than be in the tube. And I think this process is similar to that. When you, when you put the effort into your own self-awareness and, you know, playing to your own energy rhythms, it gives you, that's kind of like your paddle in the river. Well, thanks for reminding us that there's agency in our life. I think that's a really important thing that I didn't really recognize that the energy investment helps us to own our life. So what are some of the things you learned in this energy investment class? We talked a lot about the fact that energy is not static. It moves, it changes. We can describe it with colors like red, yellow, and green. What are one or two or three things that you learned that you think other people might be able to benefit from? So one one of the the anecdotes for me was that initial homework assignment that that you gave in that class and we were assigned to think about our energy over the course of three days and decide when our periods of time that were high medium or low energy Mm -hmm. and I really had trouble doing this homework assignment and I'm I'm a good student so this was troubling for me like what this doesn't seem that hard why is this hard for me and it was because I realized that I have we all have lots of different Mm -hmm. kinds of energy. We have physical energy, we have mental energy, and we have social emotional energy. Mm -hmm. And they're not in sync with each other. Sometimes Mm -hmm. they conflict with each other. And to not be aware of it um, made it really hard for me to say, oh, this is my high energy time. Because perfect example, I'm I'm a morning person. I always have been. Um, I've always signed up for the eight o'clock classes when I was in college. But I don't want to work out in the morning because I don't have physical (laughs) energy in the morning. And so that knowing that about myself was huge. And Mm -hmm. so what was exciting is as I kind of felt guilty. And and when I brought that up after that, that first week in your class this summer, because I didn't want to feel, it felt like I was criticizing what your assignment was, but what was neat is that evolved into this great conversation that you and I had about how much more nuanced energy is and how can we incorporate this into your 
additional classes mm -hmm. on energy and then that also evolved into me partnering with you because right. I got so excited about it I wanted to, to help you with it so that was um, very transformational little um, you know me not being able to do a homework assignment turned into something really Dude. exciting yeah. you know not only for my my own life in in my next purpose but also in helping you with your business so and I think it's going to help a lot of people so yeah. what Ellen's speaking to you can find out more at the website but as you're going through your day maybe you're going to take some time and say where's my green mental energy where's my green physical energy and where is it red and just identifying that has really been helpful for both Ellen and I how else would you describe some of the things we learned this summer around energy that have been just tools in your pocket that give you the ability to invest your energy Sure. Yeah. One of the tools um, you you called it name your days this summer, and now it's evolved to being uh, called name your blocks. Mm. And I learned a lot from this tool. Um, it, it made I had some breakthroughs. So I call them yeah. aha moments. Just simple changes that <laughs> seem so obvious now when I look back at them, but at the time were just amazing to me what a difference they made. And and so this tool, you know, you're you had us assign days to do certain types of things and mm -hmm. what was helpful for me was thinking about days not to do things yeah because i the perfect the simple little example for me is for my my cleaning and yard work chores because mm -hmm. i'm 54 years old i can't do a, i'm doing all my cleaning and yard work on saturday anymore i need to spread them out i had thought the logical thing to do would be to do a little bit every day to chip right. away at it, to protect my body and just chip away at it and keep up with it. But what turned out happening was I procrastinate. If it's on mm -hmm. my to-do list every day, it kind of gets watered down. And then it's like, oh, I'll just skip it. And I would fall behind. I'd feel guilty. I'd feel bad about myself. And this, this name your blocks tool made me, I did do it as name your days here was I chose mm -hmm. days not to do any cleaning or yard yeah. work. And it, it helped me get a glimpse of this, this posture of Sabbath. I've always, yeah. I've learned that in Bible studies. I've never really been able to grasp that concept. I even took a whole class on it and, mm -hmm. and I really struggle with that. And this tool helped me realize when you free yourself from some things on some days, you actually end up having more energy to do them right. when you go back to them. And so I, I stopped procrastinating. I'm not beating myself up about it and I'm getting it done. And so yeah. that simple little tool is huge huge difference with just that one chore. Like, right. you know, it's, I, and I have other examples, but I know we don't have time in this podcast to talk more. I could talk all day about it. So but that's why we're inviting yeah. people on to yep. the next coaching class. So they yeah. can learn this too. So those yeah. are two really big tools. One is just recognizing that energy is red, yellow, and green. And it depends on whether it's physical, mental, or your emotional, relational energy. And that each day, if you just sort of break it into blocks, two, three, four blocks a day, and start to say, what are you going to do during those blocks? And what are you not going to do? All of a sudden, those two tools really can produce more energy, more ability to invest in the things that are important to you, really. And so um, any of the final anecdotes that you think would be good to talk a little bit about a tool that might be helpful? Yeah, I do have one more. The, the tool that you have called important non-urgent mm. um, was extremely helpful for me. So we have, you know, all these tasks that are important to us, but because they're not urgent to get done in, in each day, a lot of times they get put off and they usually have to do with self-development and improvement. Mm -hmm. And for the, the simple example I, I have is, is I'm concerned about my brain health. I've learned mm -hmm. a lot about it. I have you know, Alzheimer's intervention in my family. And so I've read a bunch of books on it. And one of the things I'm trying to do on a regular basis is do brain exercises, yeah. and especially things that I don't really like to do um, <laughs> naturally. <laughs> you, we avoid them and then our brain kind of loses that ability. So I got the app Lumosity and it's, it's just a series of exercises. They sort of feel a little bit like games. Mm. And my goal was to do them, every, do it every day. 
and I would do it at night because, you know, it wasn't an important, it wasn't an urgent thing, important, but not urgent. So I would, wouldn't do it. And then learning about this energy, I realized, well, no wonder I can't, I just never, I would procrastinate it and never do it. And I would be terrible at it because I was doing it during my red mental energy, which is the evenings. And so for me to make that simple shift of, okay, it's important enough to do it during the day, even though the more urgent things aren't necessarily getting done. It's only a 10 minute (laughs) exercise, but I started doing them earlier in the day and amazing. (laughs) Not really. I started doing it more faithfully and I was actually really better at it because I did it during my green mental energy. And that's sort of a simple change. It's amazing. A simple change. And I think that's sort of the point of our whole conversation is for everyone listening, as you begin to discover when your red mental energy is, and you no longer hold yourself to doing something mental during that time, you will see your energy increase. That's what I noticed with my own physical energy. And part of it is that grace that we give ourselves, like there are things you're worth 10 minutes for. Yeah. There are things, yeah. you know, going to the yeah. gym is 30 minutes, yeah. but yeah. if I do it during my red physical energy, no long, it's no wonder that it gets procrastinated or something we don't love. Yeah. Yeah. So those are really good tools. We can share a little bit more in our upcoming energy class. What would you want people as sort of a closing thought to remember about how important it is to invest in your energy? I think for me, the the transformation in terms of my energy management and capacity has been amazing. And Mm. it, it, it sort of seems like I have more energy, but I I don't, I'm just using my available energy better. And, and that was just because I became more self-aware and Mm -hmm. I put time into thinking that through. So it's been transformational and that it's freed me from that habitual self-criticism, oh, I didn't work hard enough, oh, I procrastinated again, mm. all these things we beat ourselves up over. And also, I'm not doing as much comparing to those around me because mm-hmm. I have a different pattern than everybody else. So it doesn't yeah. really matter what the people around me are doing. Um, it's helped me with my family too, because I mm. recognize they have different energy patterns yes. as well. So I'm not comparing to them, but I'm also, we kind of have more grace around yeah. each other because we're all following different patterns. So that's huge. So a lot of my, your, my automatic knee-jerk reactions aren't necessarily healthy. They're comfortable because I'm used mm-hmm. to doing them. So for me to kind of be more, I encourage everyone to think, you know, more about you know, the habits you have, are they really serving you? Yeah. And for me, a lot of them were not. And so the process, it's, it's a process. It's not a quick, you know, you take, you know, you read one <laughs> book or take one class and you're all set. You have your little list of things. Yeah. It's a process, but it's not a hard process. Right. There are a lot it's of simple, but not things. easy. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I highly, highly recommend discovering this stuff about yourself. I think it's so helpful. And I would be so happy to talk to anyone who wants to talk about it. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, I think what yeah. it, it, our goal is that we want people to be kind to themselves. So before yeah. we end for yeah. today, I think one of the things we discovered is that our emotional relational energy mm-hmm. um, in times of things like grief actually mm-hmm. impact our mental and physical energy. Yeah. And through COVID, I think there was just a lot of loss, a lot of disappointment, a lot yeah. of things that whether it was a senior in high school who didn't get to walk across the stage mm-hmm. with a full auditorium or people who've lost jobs, who've lost loved ones, there's probably a lot of people listening who have experienced grief and then haven't noticed that one of the impacts of grief is on our physical and mental energy, not just our emotional energy. And yeah, yeah. Have you ever learned about grief and how it impacts your physical oh, mental it, energy? It's, it's huge. Yeah, the grief, along with any emotional energy or, or emotional strain, I should say, mm. is draining on your energy. So okay. you can have 
physical tiredness, you ran a marathon, you can have cognitive tiredness, you studied for finals, and then you mm-hmm. can have the loss of a loved one. Mm. And the, that, that emotional loss is more draining Mm-hmm. than the physical draining of doing marathon. And so, yeah. but we don't think that way because it's all in our head and our heart. So we think we, sh- you know, we should just force your way through it, but we're not realizing how much, I mean, grief can be absolutely devastating in terms of your energy. And yeah. yet many of us still have to go to work. We still have to do mm-hmm. our things. And, and it makes it even harder to grieve because a lot of times people just push it off and, and, mm-hmm you just struggle. Right. And, and that's just one emotion, right? There's so yes. many other things, the anxiety, the pandemic and the uncertainty and the changing rules, that's draining. That's right. a, that's an emotional drain. And so you can look at your physical and mental energy and analyze it all you want. But if you're not aware of the nuances of the social emotional side, how it, it complicates all that and kind of muddies up the waters. Um, it really helps to be aware of, of that type of energy as well. Cause it's mm-hmm. not as straightforward. Right. And so that's our, you know, our word to everybody today is to be kind to yourself Mm. and to take the time to do this very simple thing of just begin to look at your own energy, right? Look at where you have green, yellow, and red mental, physical, and emotional energy Mm -hmm. and to have grace to know that it's really good sometimes to say, I'm not going to do these things on those days and to just sort of pick up the oar and step into the kayak of your own life and and begin to invest in your energy. So Ellen, thank you so much for being here today. If, thank you um, for having me. I'm so glad you're here. And if you want to learn more of what Ellen and I are sharing, you can head over to kellytibbets.com. We have an investor energy class coming up soon. And we'd love for you to be a part of it. So have a great day. Thanks for being here. Bye. Thanks for listening to Coaching with Kelly. Join us next time for more conversations on how to truly invest in this season of your life. For more information, or if you would like Kelly Tibbetts to be your life coach, you can find Kelly Tibbetts Life Coach on Facebook, or you can visit kellytibbetts.com.